I'm doing things a little bit differently this week. As you might know, a couple of weeks ago, I hosted a live online workshop called Five Secrets of Happy and Profitable VAs. It was on a Saturday morning, so not many people were able to attend live, but it was so full of great advice that all VAs should hear. So I've decided to share part of the recording on today's podcast. Get ready to learn five secrets that have helped me and countless other virtual assistants battle burnout and build our dream businesses. Here we go. You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hello, hello. If you follow me on Instagram or if you're a member of the Support Squad membership community, you might know that I've had kind of a crazy month. There was a huge storm in Dallas a couple weeks ago that wiped out power for more than 300,000 homes and businesses, and it ended up taking almost a week for our power to come back on. So that's why the podcast has been a little delayed this month and things just haven't been rolling the way that they usually do, but it's all good. Between the power outage, the launch of the membership site and having the kids home for summer, plus all of my client work, I feel like I should be a little more overwhelmed and stressed out than I am, but miraculously I'm not. And then reflecting on that, I've realized it's because of a lot of the secrets I discussed in the workshop I'll be sharing today. Over time, I've developed systems, strategies, and routines that allow me to carry on in my business even during extreme circumstances. I have rock-solid relationships with all my clients and have helped them create systems that have us months ahead of schedule when it comes to content creation and customer service. There are never any emergencies when it comes to my business because there has been so much intention and care put into the structure of it. So I'm really excited to share this workshop with everyone who hasn't had a chance to listen yet. And just a couple notes before we begin, the audio quality is not as wonderful as our regular episodes of the Support Squad podcast, but it's still totally listable. And I also noticed that I talk super fast at certain points. I don't know if I had too much coffee that morning or if I was just pumping full of adrenaline before I opened the doors of the Support Squad membership community, but I hope you enjoy it all the same. So let's dive in. To get started. Um, my virtual assistant journey um, has been an interesting one. So when I first started, you know, my beginning was pretty uninspiring. I really had no idea what a virtual assistant was. My friend just told me about it. I thought it would be a good way to make some extra income. And I just kind of dove in. I didn't really do any training. I, I didn't really have any mentors. I just dove full in to um 
finding clients on Upwork because that's the one place my friend told me to look. So that's where I started. So I found my first clients on Upwork. And like a lot of virtual assistants, when I first started, I was working for very low rates and doing work that I did not enjoy at all, which did not make me happy in my business. But I did start getting that taste of like, oh, I can bring in a little extra income for my family. We can start saying yes to more things that we used to say no to. And so feeling that kind of shift in lifestyle from me having that additional income and also for me just having a little bit more purpose in my day and a little more motivation, um, that was good. But the beginning was eh, uninspiring. So I took a lot of lessons from it, which I'll be sharing with you. So the bumpy middle. So I did very soon after starting, I landed my first life coach client um, who is still my client today. And she's amazing. So that became my niche just because I loved working with her so much. So Helen, I know in the challenge you were talking about, you hadn't found your niche yet. Um, I do think sometimes your niche finds you. And sometimes your niche isn't even a specific industry. It's more a kind of person that you want to work for and a kind of relationship that you want to have. So I found that working for these very soulful um, women life coaches um, brought me so much happiness in my business. But then the, this thing started happening where I had her, she referred me to another life coach. I started getting referred to all, all sorts of different life coaches. I was taking on all of these clients. I didn't want to say no to anybody. I took on way too much. So I wanted to work full time, but it started spreading way beyond those hours. And then it all culminated in me having a full on panic attack. I thought I was having a heart attack and I ended up in the hospital and it was horrifying. And from that moment on, I made an intention to myself to move forward in a business, in my business, in a way where I felt cared for and in a way that I was truly happy. So that's why it's so important for me to, um, to, to spread this message to other virtual assistants that happiness is important because I don't want anyone to have that experience that I had where I felt so burnt out and um, so unhappy. I lost sight of what um, I had started my business for. So the happy ending is that I am now working for a handful of my dream clients. This is um, my client, Jay. She was my very first client. Um, I've been on retreat with her. I count her as one of my best friends. Like all of my clients are very close friends of mine at this and I only do tasks for them that I absolutely love so over time I've kind of scaled down my offerings I've um, you know put up really strong boundaries with them and I'm only doing things that I love to do and that light me up so I'm feeling creatively fulfilled and so happy and in love with my clients and my business and so it's been a long journey as you can see like I didn't just start like knowing what was going on. I, you know, I ended up in the hospital with a panic attack, but after learning all these last lessons, after talking to so many virtual assistants, I found that there's five things, five little themes that I've seen running through the businesses of people that seem truly happy and truly fulfilled and are building long-term sustainable businesses that are going to bring them in great income for years to come. So I want to remind you that a virtual assistant business is not a get, get rich quick business. This is about long-term building relationships and having deep intention for your business. So the happy VA secret number one is intention. And I'm going to be using kind of these abstract words, but there's some very concrete 
um, actions you can take behind them to bring that happiness, bring that profit into your business. So when I talk about intention, I'm talking about happy VAs connect and reconnect with the deeper purpose behind their business. So what I mean when I say that, it's going, you hear a lot of buzzwords, you hear find your why and find your ideal client avatar. And these things are important. But when I talk about intention, I talk about, I'm talking about how do you want your business to feel? When you reach that level of success, what does it truly look like and feel to you? Do you want to be constantly hustling and trying to find new clients? Or do you want to be, you know, nourishing these long-term relationships with clients that you love? And so it's, it's checking in every now and then and saying, is this how I want my business to feel? Am I making the right decisions to take me to that place where I am feeling good in my business, where I feel fulfilled, where I feel valued, where I feel respected? So even virtual assistants who haven't chosen a niche can still bring that intention into their business. I will say that when I decided to work for um, for female soulful life coaches, it did bring a new level of intention to my business because I could really focus my marketing efforts and I could focus my skill set to serve that clientele. But even if you haven't determined a niche like that, you can still be intentional. Like I said, sometimes your ideal client is just a person that makes you feel valued and respected. So checking in with that intention with a, when you're serving a client say, is this client making me feel valued and respected? Do I feel um, excited to do this work? Checking in that with that intention will keep you happy and prevent burnout from you, for you. And so then you want to check in with how does your deeper intention shape the decisions that you make in your business? So from the very beginning, it's um, do I want to feel like I'm, you know, lowering my rates and lowering my value to serve people that don't respect me? No. So you want to set your rates at a level that will allow you to sustain your business. Um, and so checking in each decision, does this serve my deeper intention? Um, instead of hustling, instead of, you know, um, taking on clients, overwhelming yourself, overloading yourself, checking in with that deeper purpose can really help you. So here's your action to take today to bring more intention into your business. I want you to connect with your intention through meditation, journaling, prayer, reflection, whatever it is that brings you back to that place. So I'll tell you what I did before this call. I sat in silence for about 10 minutes and I just visualized. I visualized myself serving other virtual assistants. I visualized how it was going to feel when I made that connection with people, when I helped other people. And I visualized how it would feel when I brought in income from that, how it would serve my family. And I disconnected from the idea that I needed to be popular or that I needed to be liked or, you know, even that I needed to like, and enroll a bunch of people in my membership community. It's more, am I serving others? Does it feel good to me? And so I want you to take a moment today to connect with that intention and visualize what you will feel like and what your business will look like when you are connected to your deeper purpose for starting your business. Okay, so happy VA secret number two is self-care. And if you guys listen to the podcast, you've heard me talk about this a lot. And it's not just a buzzword, you guys. It's not just bubble baths and face masks. Happy VAs um, achieve self-care by establishing rock-solid boundaries and soul-nourishing 
routines and rituals. So like I said, I'm not talking about bubble baths and face masks. I'm talking about setting boundaries, telling your clients they can't text you on the weekend. I'm talking about saying, you know what? I don't like email management anymore. So to protect myself and my happiness, I'm not going to I'm not going to provide that service anymore. Um, a huge part of it for me, especially after experiencing that anxiety attack, if you deal with anxiety or even if you don't, if you just feel stressed in your business, I want you to notice when you start to feel that burnout and overwhelm creeping in. And I want you to establish routines to help combat them. So for a lot of, for most successful people, they have a morning ritual. They have a way that they can ground in and start their day so they don't start out from a place of, oh my gosh, I have so many things to get done. Establishing rituals and routines to help you manage those feelings of overwhelm is deep self-care. That's like one of the things you can do the best to care for yourself is just to have routines and rituals in place. Um, another thing that is... Um, I believe is a form of self-care is automation. And Amanda, I know you're on the call right now. I know Amanda believes this too. Um, so when you automate processes in your business, when you say, you know what, I'm not going to like write the same email 50 times because it makes me feel crazy. I'm going to create a template and send that out. Or you know what, I get so stressed out about having to think about what to post on social media every day. Instead, you say, you know what, I'm going to, on a, on a Monday morning, I'm going to plan out three posts for the week and I'm going to schedule them so that I don't have to think about it. So kind of compartmentalizing things, taking time to automate processes that overwhelm you. These are forms of self-care. So think about how you can care for yourself in a deeper way than just bubble baths and face masks. It's also drinking water. Like right now, right next to me at my desk, I have a glass of water I have lavender oil because it is calming to me and I have some lip gloss in case my lips get dry. So even just like little things to make sure you feel cared for, that's going to make you happy and it's going to prevent you from feeling burnt out and overwhelmed. So an action you can take today, I want you to sit down and think, how, what can I do to start my day? Um, in a way that helps me feel grounded and supported throughout the entire day. So maybe it's sitting down and writing out your five top tasks and drinking a cup of coffee and connecting with your purpose or whatever it is that makes you feel um, grounded for the day and supported. That's what I want you to write down and start implementing in your day to day. So happy VA secret number three is focus. Um, and here's what I mean by that. First of all, or let me tell you what I mean by that first. <laughs> so happy VAs only spend time on the things that move their business forward and they let go of the rest. So one thing I see happen with a lot of new VAs is they feel like they have to be doing all the things. They feel like they have to have a Facebook page and be constantly posting in it. They feel like they have to be on Instagram posting every day. They feel like they have to be on LinkedIn. They have to have a website. They have to be doing all of these different things. But what I want you to remember is that a marketing strategy that worked for another virtual assistant might not work for you. And that's okay. You don't want to focus on the things that are not 
bringing in good clients. You want to focus um, your attention on where your ideal client is and also focus your attention on the strategies that you enjoy. So if you enjoy getting, if you, if you can't stand being on social media, get off of social media, go meet people in person. If you don't like meeting people in person, put a solid plan in place for social media. Um, the other thing to remember with focus is that not every client is a good fit. So the first time I let go of a client, um, it was when I realized that she wasn't serving my business anymore. Working for her wasn't helping me to move forward. And it was actually holding me back from focusing my energy on my more ideal clients, my dream clients. So letting go of her was an important part of focus and it helped me with my um, business happiness. And then the other thing is with your focus, don't get distracted by all the things you think you should be doing as a, as a virtual assistant. Like I said, you can't be doing everything at once. The most important thing to focus on, the number one thing that's going to, um, to move the needle forward in your business is by doing great work for great clients. So that's where you should be putting your focus. Um, so the action you can take today. I want you to evaluate your current marketing strategy. So if you've been looking for clients all over the place and running ragged, bumping your head against the wall, trying to find clients all over the place, I want you to really sit down and think about what seems to be working. And I want you to cut out the piece that's not moving your business forward and just don't do it anymore. <laughs> so like for me, my Facebook page, I, I really don't post on there anymore. I don't get any engagement on it. Um, my Ideal client doesn't really seem to want to be on my Facebook page. They prefer to be in my group or on Instagram. So I just really don't focus any effort on that anymore. And it's okay. I've let it go. <laughs> I mean, even if I see other people in my space posting on Facebook every day, that doesn't mean that I have to because it's not working for me and I don't want to focus on it. So cool. So happy VA secret number four is growth. And here's what I mean by that. Happy virtual assistants. Sorry, guys, there's someone mowing their lawn right outside my window right now. So it's a little loud. Okay, one second. So happy VAs invest in their own education and development so that they can deepen their offers, offerings and up level their income. So one second, I'm going to wait for him to walk by with the lawnmower. So when you are learning new skills, when you are educating yourself, um, and when you are investing yourself, you're going to stay inspired, you're going to stay active, and it's going to prevent burnout and cynicism. So something that I've seen happen with some like um, more established virtual assistants is that they get kind of grumpy about their business. They get tired of completing the same tasks for people all of the time. They get tired of doing the same things over and over again. And they get this kind of grumpiness and that energy is like repellent to clients. So if you keep active and keep engaging and learning new things and taking in everything you can, um, it's going to prevent you from getting that grumpiness and that cynicism. And so Another thing, when you invest in yourself, you're going to make more money. When you get more training, you're going to make more money because you're going to have better skills and you're going to have more confidence too. So increased income equals increased happiness. I mean, it can't only, that's not the only thing that brings us happiness and it can't be only that, but hashtag sorry, not sorry. Um, 
more money is more happiness if you're a business owner and an entrepreneur because it takes the pressure off. It gives you more space to focus on what you love. So another part of growth is, you know, once you've been a virtual assistant for a long time, um, one second. Okay, cool. Sorry. Okay. Once you've been a virtual assistant for a while and you start thinking, wow, I have a lot that I could share with other VAs. A part, another step you can take to grow is to mentor or some contract work out to other virtual assistants. And this can also up it, open up more space, more happiness, and more income in your business. So keep growing. Don't be stagnant. Happy VAs grow. All right. So number, um, the action you can take today. I want you to choose something that you can invest money or time in. I believe that time is an investment. So choose something that you can invest in to learn something new that will pay off in your business or that will just make you happier. So think about what you can do today to invest in yourself and take that step forward. All right, so happy VA secret number five is community. You know this, guys. You know this is the one for me. Community is everything to me. And I think it's something that's so overlooked for solopreneurs and virtual assistants like us because we work alone all the time. So I believe that community is so important. So happy VAs connect with other virtual assistants to develop meaningful and supportive friendships. And here's what happens when you do that. So first of all, hashtag no mo FOMO. <laughs> if you feel like all the VAs are hanging out without you, we're not. You just have to dive in. Like I've noticed that virtual assistants are not like a mean girl club. Um, VAs are so supportive of one each other, one another. So it can be it can be intimidating to try to build community, but just dive in, and then you'll get rid of that feeling that you're missing out on something. So the really important thing about, about having virtual assistant friends is that VAs will understand you like no one else can, even your spouse or your best friend, because they are in the trenches with you every day doing the same things that you're doing. They have the weird clients. They have the, you know, the service lapses, the mistakes they've made. And they also have, you know, the funny little things that they can celebrate like, oh my gosh, I just discovered this new automation. It's so exciting. And, you know, your husband or your best friend is probably not going to understand that, but a virtual assistant will. And so a lot of things can happen when you become friends, deep, good friends with other virtual assistants. You can get referrals. So like right now, I am fully booked, not taking on any more clients, but I constantly get clients asking me, um, if they can refer me to someone and I pass those on to other VAs. So that's one thing that can happen. If you become with, um, friends with other VAs, they'll start to know your skills and they'll start to know if they're approached by a potential client. Okay, well, I can't do this, but um, I know this person that can. So um, another thing that can happen is collaborations. You know, you can get featured on podcasts. You can, you know, get your blog featured places. And these are places that are going to bring more eyes to you and your content and more eyes to you and your business. Um, mentorship opportunities. If you're friends with lots of VAs and over time you start really getting a handle on your business, you're going to get the opportunity People are, will say, hey, can you help me with this? And suddenly you have this new business where you can mentor other VAs. You can subcontract out your work. So if a client comes to you with something that might be outside your skill set, you can say, well, hey, I can do most of 
most things for you, but this one thing, I, I can subcontract to one of my virtual assistant friends. Virtual assistants will give you inspiration and all of that community and all of that friendship equals one thing and that's happiness. So that's what it's all about, you guys. You gotta make friends with other virtual assistants. And I'm talking about beyond just like Instagram comments here or there, even just chatting in a Facebook. The, the whole purpose of the support squad is to build meaningful connections and deep community. So number five, the action you can take today to build community. It's funny you should ask, and I think you might know what I'm going to say, but I'm so excited to share that the doors of the support squad membership community are open today. And you guys, this is what I've been building for, for, I mean, years, but months that I've been physically working on this. And I'm really excited because right before the call, we just had um, our first member sign up. And I'm so excited because like, it almost made me cry because I know, I know how beautiful this is going to be. So I want to tell you a little bit about it. Um, so the support squad membership community is in-depth training. It's a heart-centered community of virtual assistants, and it's supportive mentoring from me and other VAs. So who is this for? Well, it's for you, <laughs> probably all of you, if you are thinking about becoming a virtual assistant. So if you've researched a bunch of virtual assistant courses and you've been like, well, I don't know, I could get most of this information other places for free, so I don't want to invest like hundreds of dollars, but I do want to have access to mentors and other VAs who can really support me in the problems that I'm facing in my business right now. So that's, so for people that haven't even become a virtual assistant yet, you know, sometimes you don't need the online course. I didn't, I, I started all on my own, but what I would have loved is to have a VA or a mentor that I could ask specific questions to, instead of just kind of going through content and trying to apply it to my business. So that's been um, a big part of why I started this is I want, I want VAs to have that place where they can go to ask specific questions about their business. So it's also for you if you're in the beginning stages of building your business and you've started getting a few clients, but they might not be the ideal client. Maybe you're looking on into bringing more intention into your business. Maybe you um, you want to find you want to you just want to ask advice from VA so that you can bring in more income and bring in more clients. You're going to get FaceTime with other VAs who can help you. So it's also for established virtual assistants. So this is for um, people that have, you know, they've been doing this for a long time. They have great clients. They're happy in their business, but they're ready to take their next step. They want to mentor other VAs. They maybe want to create an online course. They maybe want to think about how they can start subcontracting work. So being so, um, our network of VAs can be great for that virtual assistant too, the one that even already has a successful business. Okay, guys, I'm going to spare you the last few minutes of just pure sales talk, but I do want to make sure that all of you who have been listening to my podcast from the beginning have a chance to join the support squad membership community. I want everyone who has been craving community with other virtual assistants who would love to get supportive mentoring from me personally, and who wants access to exclusive training from other experts to be able to join at an incredibly affordable 
affordable price. So make sure to head to the supportsquad.com right now to sign up. I hope I see you in there. I can't wait to support you on your journey. Until next time, boss babe.